Hey guys, welcome to The Daily Smash for Tuesday, Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2023. I'm Rick. I'm Kelly. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Aww. How do you feel about Valentine's Day? Well, when I was single, I hated that day. <laughs> <laughs> and why was that? Cause, cause no, was, honey. <laughs> no money. No oh. money. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad said that. In college, um, he went to UCLA on a full-ride scholarship, and he said he had this roommate that was really, really wealthy. My dad was one of eight. And he said that uh, his college roommate was really, really, uh, really wealthy. And, uh-huh. and he said that he wrote a letter to his dad, and he said, No, hun, no mun, your son. <laughs> right? And then, he wrote, and then he said he got the letter back. Uh-huh. My dad said, and his dad wrote, too bad, so sad, your dad. <laughs> now that's a story that I didn't know was coming. <laughs> my dad always, my dad told me that story. My mom would, would call it a Hallmark holiday. It was created so they could sell gift cards, you know, and, and gifts. The Valentine's is only fun when you're a little kid. When you would give, like, you pass out those little oh, cards. I used to love that. Yeah, and, and then you put the little hearts with the little, little had the little candy. saying, "Be mine," uh-huh. like you know, <laughs> yeah. like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Was so cute when you're a kid. Yeah, and you I mean, get you get all these little cards in your in your bag or whatever on your desk, and then you know, yeah, you'd open and you're up. like, oh my god, does a boy like me? Yeah. <laughs> god, you know what? I forgot about that too. Yeah, that's a great memory. Yeah, that, those are great memories. Well, uh, <laughs> it's good to know. That you don't. I mean, listen. I, I'm. I feel like every day is Valentine's Day. Every day and ends in Y. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. Like, even like today was so nuts for us. Nuts. Yeah. Today being Monday. This is Monday night. Oh, sorry. Robert. Sorry, we did not do a smash on Monday. We appreciate that you missed us. Um, we wanted to do one. We just never got around. We didn't have time on Sunday and Monday. We we woke insane. up at four thirty this morning. Yeah. Or yesterday morning. 4 a.m. At 4 a.m. on Monday. Woke up at 4 a.m. Yeah, we, I had to do a, a News Nation live shot here. And then I did Megan Kelly for two hours. And then we drove to the desert. We had to, we had to load the truck. Mm-hmm. We had to see our favorite lesbian couple that are, are <laughs> rented our house. They are... They are probably the best people I have ever met. The, I, the, I love them. They're the greatest tenants we could ask for. They are. They're taking fantastic care of our house. We went over there today. We uh, had to take care of some TV stuff for them. Oh, and yeah. Reset every single TV set. I had to um, swap out some artwork. And they just were... I mean, they are the loveliest people. Like, I, I just love them so much. Me too. And they're keeping the place immaculate. Mm-hmm. Taking really good care of our home, and they love it there. They do. Speaking of which, it's is still available for April. It's rented April. for March. That's the biggest time to come. I know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So you can you can call Pickleball Party Town home for the month of April. Uh, you can go to picklepartyhouse.com and find it on Airbnb. And, and, and we're, right, we're legit, like a couple, not even like a couple blocks from El Paseo. So we have all the restaurants, all the shopping. Uh, the nightlife is there. We have a pickleball. We have a pool. We have a spa. We have uh, there's just so many activities. We have bikes. Is we it, have ping pong. We yes. have a shuffleboard. <laughs> we have a Pac-Man machine. Yes, we do. All kinds of that, activities. That's got Donkey Kong on it, and yeah. Centipede, and Dig Dug, and uh, Galaga, and 
It's like a what eight minute walk down the hill it's to so El Paseo. Mm-hmm. It's so nice there. It is, and the weather is fantastic. We went, we're there today, and I took Rick to eat a big Kahuna burger from Islands. <laughs> Rick has never been to Islands. What did you think about Islands? I loved it. The, the burger had the pineapple on it and that like sweet sauce. And she kept calling it a big Kahuna burger. I'm like, wait, from Pulp Fiction, really? <laughs> and then I look at the menu. It's called the Hawaiian burger. <laughs> I haven't had, I haven't had Island since Jolie was little. I used to take her there all the time. And she, little kids love it. How I love it. I think their burgers oh, are fantastic. You know what else you loved was they remember they brought the fries first. Yes. When they were hot. Right. You didn't have to wait for all the food at once. They brought the fries out like an appetizer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I got to get on a diet. I've gained weight. I don't see it. Well, I just weighed myself this morning, and I see it. So, oh. but I'm not going to lose any weight by eating fries, burgers, and a salad. And then you see the, <laughs> you see like the salad. You think you're ordering healthy? They're like a thousand calories, all of them. We're like, uh, I know it's the dressing. Mostly, I was just going to say it's got to be the dressing. But it's still. I mean, you're like, wow, that's a lot of calories. By the way, I do want to encourage you, uh, if you care, if you want to watch the interview I did with Megan Kelly. I did her whole show. It was two hours long, and she posted it on YouTube about The Chasing Catastrophe, the book I wrote, and about a whole bunch of other stuff, including we talked about those spy satellites and unidentified objects that the military keeps shooting down, and I want to play a little clip for you. What? In all likelihood, these are probably similar to the balloon that China flew over the U.S. They're intelligence-gathering UAVs, right? So they, they sent them up over our airspace to suck whatever they can out of our out of our air that might help them with their spying. And we do the same thing. So these are unmanned aerial vehicles that they fly way high in the sky to try and gather as much intelligence as they can. Why all of a sudden we're finding them, sorry, my earpiece is falling out. Why all of a sudden now the military is finding them and shooting them down is is a good question. Uh, I think you mentioned something about how they they plugged a hole in their their systems and now they're Mm -hmm. seeing them. Mm -hmm. It's good news, I guess, but why did it take this long? We kind of, my mom today, she goes, I'm uh, watching Rick, and I go, I go, where? She's on Sirius XM. I go, on your, no, she's, no, YouTube, YouTube. No, no, I asked if it was YouTube, because yeah. she did say, I'm watching on Sirius XM. I go, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then she goes, I go, mom, are you high? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how about we were driving home, and we started talking about the skunk. Oh, yes, yes. So yeah, we're driving home and we smell a skunk. And then we were talking about uh, this lady, her dog got sprayed by a skunk in Corona Del Mar. Yeah. New one, I mean, I've never seen a skunk in Corona Del Mar. I lived there for 15 years. I think I've seen one skunk in my whole life. But I'm like, isn't that weird that a defense mechanism for an animal is to like spray a yeah. funk <laughs> the of a foulest <laughs> odor? It, he can't get it off. Like, as a, you said, you said, I understand a porcupine. <laughs> I like, understand I a porcupine. That. I get I'm that. Like, what was God thinking? Like God's like, skunk, you get to spray the nastiest, funkiest, most disgusting stuff out of your whatever it's being sprayed out of. Out of tail, I think. At, at your enemies. 
a skunk. <laughs> yeah. How, how, yeah. How did that even and, come and, about to be a debate? How does that even happen? And she Why said, don't we have that as humans? <laughs> I guess we do. When you, you go on an airplane and someone's got some odor, that's some funk that you're like, oh. Would you? How many times a day would you use that if you had the ability to spray <laughs> skunk on somebody? Oh, a lot. <laughs> uh, my uh, neighbors in Palm Desert would be one. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Did you enjoy the game? Uh, the Super Bowl. I, I did enjoy the game. I thought it was probably one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen. Yeah. I love it when it's close like that. Yeah. And then you're on edge. And then you have some skin in the game with money, <laughs> but we didn't win any. So. <laughs> we, we were close. Yeah. I'm like, all we need is each team to score a field goal in the at the end of the fourth quarter. And then, of course, one of them scores a touchdown. I'm like, uh, okay, let's see. Now what do we need? You know, just threw it. Off. So anyway. we had like such a horrible day. So then we, we come home and my next door neighbor goes, we're infested with rats. And yeah. I go, in the I, go I was up in the attic and I heard some ruffling and I screamed and I ran and I go, I think we have rats or something up there. I think you, sh- you thought Karen, it was like a possum or something. A po- well, because Karen, our Patreon, yeah. said that up in her, um, uh, up in her, ca- uh, up in her, attic. At her attic, they found two possums. Remember she showed us the pictures? Karen, one of our Patreons, showed me uh, two possums that looked like Narnar. Yeah. And I'm like... They're scary. I'm like, if they have rats, we have rats. Well, right? I mean, yeah. There's not like there's some invisible fence that they're not crossing to get over here. Those things are nasty. I mean, I was in New York City for 25 years. There's rats everywhere in New York City. You can't Ooh. avoid them. So I'm like, okay... I'm like, I'm exhausted. I don't need to hear the rat story. <laughs> but what she happened? She was like, you should move here. We're moving out. You should move next door. Because she's like, I'm getting out no, of here. No, and then she goes, I'm moving back to L.A. She goes, this neighborhood's too white. <laughs> she, she said, you can't walk anywhere. You can't. She's like, my husband has to drive to L.A. every day. I go, oh, God. Yeah, yeah I can, I can relate to and that. And she's like, if my, my husband says, if I have to walk out and drive to go get a coffee from Starbucks. I'm like, I get it. That's yeah. why I'm moving. Yep. Yeah, we're going. We're going to the beach. We're going. We're uh, going. We're going to some. Some. Uh, it's going to be a little rough over there. It's called the war zone. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't subscribed yet here on YouTube, please subscribe. We appreciate your support very much. And if you haven't checked out our show on Patreon, you can get a seven-day free trial and watch our seventy-seven podcasts that are longer, uncensored, unfiltered, and commercial-free. So press that bell. Do the thumbs up. And what else? And then go on, on Patreon.com oh, and subscribe on to the Rick and Kelly Show. That's right. It's long. If you like this, you're going to like that even more. In the news now. In the news. I got some good items for us today. Okay. There was a United flight from Hawaii that came within 775 feet of plunging into the Pacific Ocean. See? This is exactly why I take a Xanax with some wine when I get on an airplane. It's things like this. I tell you guys. See? I told you. This is just a minute after takeoff. The plane is taken off. It goes up to 200 and two, I'm sorry, 2,200 feet and then plunged 1,400 feet, coming within 775 feet of the surface of the ocean in bad weather, right after takeoff. And then the pilot managed to come back up again like a roller coaster if that were to plunge into the ocean would that would it would it sink or would it float yeah well it might float for a little while but eventually that plane most likely would drop down and the impact alone would probably kill most of the people on the plane i I don't know 
because he had just taken off. But he was probably already doing hundreds of miles an hour. He had to be to, to, to take Could off. Can you in imagine the first place. being on there and your whole stomach just drops? They <laughs> Could said you imagine? They pulled 2.7 G's. You know what that is? A G force. Yes. Yes. Look at this graphic. Whoop. Straight down. I mean, you would have. Wow. Freaked. Look at that one. <gasps> Dude, could you imagine? Oh. oh. I have another story that you'll appreciate. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> this one's about Post Malone. He was on Australia. He wrapped up a tour. Mm-hmm. He was turned away from a bar because of his face tattoos. Oh, my God. My girlfriend, Asia, you want to always talk about? Yeah. She was in Bora Bora and sitting right next to him. And she's like, what, who is this gangster white guy with all these tattoos all over his face? How could he afford something? Like, because I guess it's like $40,000 a night to stay oh, there. Wow. Something like crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. At the Four Seasons and Bora Bora or something. Like 40 grand a night. It's like crazy. Yeah. And she started talking to she him. She started right? talking to him. And yeah, it was Post Malone. So she said he was the nicest guy. He was denied entry to a swanky bar in Australia because he didn't meet the establishment's strict dress code, which prohibits face, neck, and offensive tattoos. They turned me away, he told the West Australian Monday. I've never really experienced anything like that. And then the bar issued an apology. They sincerely apologized at QT, which is the name of the hotel. Oh, I thought that was a gas station. We aim to welcome everyone and celebrate the uniqueness of each individual. QT has been recognized for this for many years. However, on Saturday night, our third-party security did not exercise the appropriate discretion, and we take full responsibility for this. We sincerely apologize to the individuals affected. That must hurt to get a tattoo on your face. Could you imagine? How about this? They have a policy against face tattoos, but if it's Post Malone... It's okay. Come on in because you're a famous singer. It's BS. How, and that's not fair. It's not. What if I have face tattoos and I'm not a famous singer? I'm just a convict. Why can't I come in if he can come in? Yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> Life's not fair. And then this one is actually my, might be my favorite story. So Super Bowl weekend, mm-hmm. Scottsdale, we were going to go. Yeah. We had too much to do. Thank God we didn't go. Yeah. We we. we we've accomplished a lot in the last few days. Sorry we missed our Monday. Michelob Ultra. Threw a Super Bowl bash, and they ran out of Michelob Ultra. Oh, wow. They were at Topgolf. Shut up. Yeah. How, <laughs> how do you not prepare for that if you're Michelob? The Michelob Ultra and Netflix full swing premiere and Super Bowl after party hit a snafu. How was it an after party if it was Saturday night? When they ran out of their signature drink with hours left to go in the party, around 10 p.m., bartenders were telling people they only had water and soda had been cleared out of Michelob Ultra and all hard liquor. Wow. That Top Golf is awesome. Yeah, I love it there. I love it. That's effing insane, one party goer was overheard saying. And then, some 30 minutes later, they couldn't get more Michelob Ultra, but the bar was fully restocked with hard liquor. <laughs> you didn't have any Corona? <laughs> Apparently not. Not at the Michelob Ultra party. Uh, that's our smash for this Valentine's Day. We hope you have a wonderful time with your loved one. Or if you're not, with your vibrator or... Oh, <laughs> or your jar of lotion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On myself. that note, yeah. <laughs> let's go upstairs. Okay. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye, guys.